0: My son comes home and says, nah, I am Jill. I'm not Jack anymore. Or his daughter, same things. And then we affirm and we go along with it. By the time they're 20, if they turn on and say, dad, you knew what was going on. Did you agree with it? No. Mm -hmm. What the hell did you do about it? You just just sat on the sideline and you let them do this to me. That's our point of view. I don't want to tell you what to do with your kids. don't tell me what to do with my kids
1: episode 94 yep i've taken a little break but it's all for good reason and hopefully on episode 95 i will be telling you what is happening in my life and if you're not following me on IG, you'd probably know. So if you're not, then then you will find out on that episode. This one is one that had to be done. Uh, there's, there's some serious undertaking with our children nowadays. I don't have any children, but to my God-willing future children, I am in it. I'm in the middle of it, and I want to make sure that I'm on the same page as the guests that I've had on uh, on this episode so I've got a parent who has his kids in the Glendale Unified School District. Essentially the same district as LA County, same as California, and most likely the same as all school districts around the country. So it starts usually in California and Los Angeles and trickles down the entire country. So it's not just here because it could spread throughout. And his name is Sevon. I've got Hasmik who is thinking about putting her child in the school district she herself went to school in the school district when she was in high school. And then I've got Jordan Henry, who ran for city council, who is extremely passionate about this subject, and it's so welcomed. He's going to run for school board, and he's got a one-year-old, a three-year-old, and look, you put him in private school, you put him in public school, do you homeschool him. But this all stemmed from the big news that actually... Uh, spread throughout the country in Glendale when parents or those who are just passionate about this subject are fighting back with uh, California laws California teachers California education and it has a lot to do with Them brainwashing kids at an early age Look, it's controversial I'm sure there's some that are listening to this right now Who don't agree with me or agree with the conversation Just listen to it, have a conversation There's no need to be an Antifa And show up and try to fight physically Because none of these parents want to fight physically They're just passionate about their children They're passionate about getting educated And not the brainwashing that's happening nowadays So let's get into it Episode 94, let's go
2: First off, thank you guys for being here. Hoss are we, are we going this, right now? Yeah. We, oh, yeah. I mean, we've been. We, 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 we weren't. We weren't. But I got good ideas. Yeah. Cool. Hosping. Thanks for putting this together. Oh, yeah. That was pleasure. quickly done. And she was like, yeah, I've got 10 people. And uh, <laughs> these would be the guys. And the 10 weren't available. You guys were. So I appreciate you guys being here. Always. Um, Jordan, let's start with you. Introduce yourself.
3: Yeah. I'm Jordan Henry. I uh, am a Glendale resident. I've got two little kids, three and one and I've been paying attention to education for quite a while. Since about 2017, I've been really uh, tuned in to what's going on in public education.
2: Sevan?
0: Uh, Sevan Shanazari. I am. Uh, I graduate from Glendale High School. I graduated from Glendale High School. reason I disclose is a lot of people are going to say, oh, there's no Glendale resident or anything. So I'm a, a product of GUSD. Uh, I have a 6 year old and a 3 year old my 6 year old is in uh, GUSD right now and um I knew some of this stuff was happening I didn't think it was as bad until about like 2 3 months ago mm. we just one day at work we finished early it was it was the meeting after the one that you spoke mm-hmm. and we were like let's go see what's going on and we showed up and long and behold here we are <laughs> wow that's wow. where we met right yeah we got to get no, we got to get into that time, Oh, right. The time after that. Got it, got it, got it. Hasmik?
4: Hey, I'm Hasmik. Um, I'm also a product of GUSD. Went to all Glendale schools, K through 12. I have a little kid, two and a half. Even though I know I'm going to homeschool my p- kid because of the way the public education system is going, I feel like this is a call for action for anyone. It doesn't matter whether your kids go to private or p- public. Um. I found out about the issues that have escalated in Glendale a few months ago through Jordan on a podcast, so I decided to do everything I can to support and make the changes that need to happen.
2: I'm happy you brought that up because you're gonna, you said you're going to homeschool your child? Yes. No matter what? No matter what. Like if, if the school district was clean and they didn't teach any of this stuff, how, how would you think then?
4: I think uh, I still have a couple more years to think about that if it Mm -hmm. does clean up like that, but I don't see it cleaning up so quick, so fast, so thoroughly. And even if it were to clean up in one aspect, I feel like there's a lot of issues that we could cover all night long that are not solid in the education system in the last hundred years in this country.
2: And you're a product of the Glendale school district. Yes, public school. So you've seen, you told me a little story prior to this. You've seen some of it and, and some of the teachers that you were being taught by are still there.
4: Correct. So why this is a big calling for me and I'm very passionate about fighting for the kids. One of the teachers that was a first year teacher at Roosevelt Mill School when I was going there in 1999 to 2000. She is still teaching at GUSD and she is one of the wokest uh, advocates for all of the gender ideology, critical race theory, all of the things that we don't want in our schools. Can we get a name? We definitely can. Alicia Harris. I used to be in Alicia Harris's social studies class in Roseville Middle School when I was in eighth grade.
3: And Alicia Harris teaches where now?
4: Alicia Harris is a high school teacher at CV High School in Glendale, California.
3: Yeah, history, social science. She also runs the GSA, uh, the Gender Sexuality Alliance.
4: So they call it the Gay Straight Alliance. They used (laughs) to call
3: it that, but now they call it Gender Sexuality Alliance.
4: Alliance. Right, the the name changed. The name did change. So this is supposed to be a student-led club, but it's fully funded by teachers' personal funds and their personal motives.
3: Yeah, I don't know if Alicia Harris's is that CV, but it definitely was by Lisa Avery at Rosemont Middle School, which is also up in La Crescenta. We could talk more about that, but the, the point is that the teachers are hyper-involved in ways that are inappropriate with children.
2: You've got a passion education. education. When did that take place?
3: Uh, You know, I'm actually from like a family of teachers, Uh, many teachers on both sides of my family. Um, And my parents were, uh, my parents were actually the, um, their grand my grandparents were the first ones to go to college. Everyone before that were farmers. Um, And uh, they just instilled in me how important it is to get an education. Uh, But then, you know, when I was an adult, I already had a master's degree in music and I decided as an adult, I was going to change careers for various reasons and went into landscape architecture at Cal Poly Pomona. And, uh, when I was a student there, they had us read educational theory Mm. in landscape architecture school. I mean, you're supposed to be studying trees, irrigation, soil, plants, and, uh, we're reading educational theory, and I was like, "Oh, this is odd." And then I was reading the book, and it's by a guy named Paulo Freire. I've talked about him a lot uh, in various podcasts, and you, sh- everyone, should go look him up. He's a Brazilian Marxist, and he developed this school of thought called critical pedagogy. Critical pedagogy—it's like critical race theory, critical theory, uh, and it's it's Marxist theory, um, explicitly Marxist. He quotes Lenin, Marx, Hegel, Che Guevara uh, Castro, who he thought wasn't, uh, uh, strong enough, wasn't radical enough. He really liked Che. He quotes a lot in Mao Zedong. The whole thing is based on Mao. And he wrote a book called pedagogy of the oppressed. It's probably the most influential book in, uh, uh, American education right now in North America. Every teacher has read this book since like 1990 pedagogy, of the oppressed. And I was shocked by what I was reading in this book. It's basically saying like, yeah, we need a total upheaval of society. We need to completely negate all hierarchy, all structure in society. And I'm reading this in at Cal Poly, Cal, California Polytechnic University. I was like, what, where did this come from? Mm. Why are we reading this? Mm. 2017.
2: Mm. And uh, it flipped a switch for me. Yeah. Any other kids questioning why you guys were reading the book?
3: Oh, there were a couple. There were, there were a couple in there and we, there were a couple older people too. Um, another brazilian actually in the class who was like a grown woman with three kids and she was like no this is illegal no what you're doing is illegal there was another uh, um, veteran in there who uh totally flipped out he was like this is this can i swear yeah he was like this is really fucked up that we're doing this this is anti-american um and he uh there was a jordanian girl who was like no i've been through all of this no wow. <laughs> so there were a lot of people that pushed back and then the uh, i was the only like american uh, white. I was liberal, I guess at the time. And I was the only like liberal that pushed back, but everybody else in the class just went along with it. No, You know, it's like 20 people.
2: Jordan, you're running yeah. for city council in the city of Glendale.
3: I did run for city council. I'm not running for city council anymore. Okay. No. Yeah.
2: Um, you guys tell me, I'm not familiar with the city is, is, uh, the city mostly conservative. I mean, Armenians tend to lean conservative. They tend to, did you, did you, what was the issue you think as to why you didn't win in the city?
3: I was new to town. I I ran, you know, kind of partially to introduce myself to the city. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, why
2: don't you want to run again? Or do you?
3: I have always been very involved with the schools since I moved to Glendale. And then, you know, people became aware of who I was and they encouraged me to run for city council Mm -hmm. instead because my seat wasn't open up for school board. It's broken up into trustee areas and it's designated by uh, where you live in the city. And so I live in La Crescenta and uh, my seat just wasn't open until this year. So yeah, I I am going to run for school board. Okay. I'm definitely going to run for school board where I live against Jennifer Freeman.
2: Nice. I'd say that's pretty important. Oh yeah. It's it's (laughs) the most
3: important. Yeah.
2: It's kind of the subject we're on. Um, Savon, you mentioned that you saw about six months ago things starting to turn.
0: Uh, I pretty much know about this stuff. Like I said, um my some of my friends call me like conspiracy theory junkie. I like I like I like controversial stuff. Like I'm I don't say I'm a Democrat or a Republican. This is not about but I always knew like the school system, like just the basic thing. I, I was born in Iran. Mm-hmm. And the level of math that I finished all the way till like eighth grade in Iran, when I came to US it was like high school level i'm done with high school you know what i mean i was about to finish i was about to start like calculus in Iran, and then we moved to u.s so i kind of knew i was like some of this stuff is waste of time in the u.s i knew that stuff like but recently with all this wokeness everything happening uh, my brother he was going to be here tonight too but he couldn't he always says like i think during covid uh, people put on a mask and the oxygen didn't get to the brain. <laughs> so all of a sudden this new thing showed up. So it wasn't as bad, you know what I mean? So we always talked about it. We were always under the impression that we're, we're maybe toxic masculine, you know, in our family. Because we're three brothers. My dad is like old school hunter, you know, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And my mom had brothers. So my mom was always like she would watch wrestling with us, all of that stuff. So we always thought we're <clears throat> like like a super minority because even some of our friends agree with us, but they're still like, yeah, you know, it's okay. But but when we showed up to the meeting and...
2: What what meeting?
0: Um, this was about two months ago, like the school board meeting. Okay. It was the one right, right after... April right 18th. April after the one that... You, the one after the one you called that, Kelly King? Yeah. yeah. April, April 18th. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. the so
2: Glendale Unified? Yeah, Glendale okay.
0: Unified. So okay. we were done with work. Me and my brother were like, let's just go see what's going on. We showed up. Uh, husband was standing right next to us and then she went and gave a speech and i i've only been there maybe three times and one of them was when we migrated here to turn in mm-hmm. my paperwork for high school all of that stuff and second time maybe was first i don't even remember so it was probably my third time there and they were like okay you know there's a bunch of us we see what's going on and uh, we start talking to a couple of parents and they're like yeah you know you agree i was like no absolutely not and then agree agree with agree with the whole uh, video of kelly king the assistant superintendent of glendale unified that a video came out in 2016 she was talking about how if any kid comes out and says that they're not like they're a boy biological boy feel they identify as a girl but the parents are not affirming they're not supportive she's gonna keep that information from the parents mm. and then make like hide the file which is in her own personal drawer mm. so it's a 25 minute video and we watched the video like i watched it my brother watched it a couple of other people watched it we talked it i was like oh there's way too many issues here you know the first thing as a parent um, i don't know like i don't know are you a parent i'm not yet um hopefully you'll be soon it's like your life changes mm-hmm. it's like yep. if you your thought, whole concept if, if you think you know i always say like i have friends that they don't have kids i'm like if you think you know what is love you mm-hmm. don't know exactly what you have towards your kids is not love it's they say unconditional love it's not even that it's like the life is not about me anymore That's since right. 2016 it's not about me it's about them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, uh, especially I'm I'm a super hands on that. I have two boys. I wrestled with them. They just called me before the podcast. Dad, you're not going to be home. No, like I, <laughs> if I'm home, they sleep with me. I put them to bed. I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I, my brother refers to as toxic masculine, but when I'm with my kids, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm the teddy bear with them. But anyway, so when we looked at this video, I was like, listen, forget the, I like the file, forget all of this stuff. I just have a problem with the basic premise of if, your parents are not affirming. And who's this person that is going to decide if I am or I'm not, or not even me, she or you or anyone else. Like, you don't know people's circumstances. Right, again, right before this podcast, I'm coming from medical something in the family. You don't know what's going on in people's lives. Mm-hmm. So you might have a conversation with me and say, oh, someone's completely off, he's so crazy, he so this, but you don't know if I'm coming from a doctor's appointment or if there's anything going on in that person's life, you know, and that was my number one issue. So once we looked into that, then we started finding um, the everything and mm-hmm. this and that. And then I started, I knew about some of these books that I didn't know it was in the school system then. Uh, like I said, we started networking. Then we you know, on it up. Anita's kids go to the same school as my kids, so I started talking to her. She said, "These are the books I found in our school library." And I was like, "Okay, wow, you know." But mm. so then, <clears throat> as we started digging in and networking, it's just everything started like a rabbit hole. Yeah, it's it's it's
3: a deep one. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, question for all of you: What do you tell those who say they're scared to tell their parent that they're coming out? And, and they need to go and, and talk I, can to... Can I clarify something? Yeah.
0: Okay. Coming out, you mean as a gay, lesbian?
2: I'd say all the above.
0: Okay. In my uh, Trans, Transsexual,
2: be, gay, okay. lesbian, But yeah. But,
0: but th- that's the problem. That's the issue that we've been having with a lot of these woke people. As soon as we talk, they say you're anti-gay or homophobic or any of that stuff. Um, I'm going to be honest. This is on a podcast that's going to go... When I migrated here, I had never encountered a homosexual person. I was born in Islamic Republic of Iran. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if you are, you don't talk about it. They still up to today, they hang people there for that. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it 110%. But it was something that I, I have coworkers now, I have people that I talk to, I have clients or things like that, that I was like, you know what? I get you guys now. <laughs> I understand and I support it. But when you say coming out if they're homosexual, I personally, I see that as something natural. But this transgender thing mm-hmm. is a completely different subject. Mm-hmm. Even the gays, lesbians and LGBT community does not agree with this.
2: The other thing is that they think that the community that was fighting last Tuesday is against gay and lesbian. I I think it's more about you kind of yeah. live your life, let us live our life, but don't tell me how to teach my kids or educate my mm-hmm. kids in school yeah. because it starts at the home, right? Right. Right. So so I think there's there's a there's a difference there. They see violence and of course, when Antifa shows up, there's always going to be violence, no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. So I think some of that is that. I mean, I think I think it's it it starts at at an at an Antifa level. And look, man, Armenians, when we have something to say, especially on this subject, we love family, we love God, we love our kids, we love our country, and you're fighting for all of that. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. fighting for it all.
3: Yeah, and to answer your question, like my my whole approach to this is you know a fundamental fundamental freedom of a constitutional one Um, like i am here to protect anybody's right to expose their child to whatever ideology they choose to in the privacy of their home okay and if that let's say let's say you are like a a trans supporter as a parent and you want to tell your kid yeah john you could become janice you know what like i i i don't agree with that I do think that it's a uh, borderline child abuse and especially once if you get them on like medications and stuff and you know you, you it's irreversible at that point you're physically intervening in their life and destabilizing their identity I got big problems with that But at the same time, uh, in a free, open society, uh, I don't know exactly how much the government can be involved. Same token, if you're an extreme Christian conservative, hell no, you're you're not gay. We don't accept that in this house. That is your fundamental right to do so in the privacy of your own home. The government should not be involved in that. And as soon as the government starts inserting itself into an ideology, if the government came down and said, no homosexuality whatsoever, I'd have a big problem with that. Mm -hmm. If the government came down and said, no, you have to accept trans and you have to use these pronouns, big problem with that. Mm -hmm. The government's the the whole the whole problem here is that we're dealing with public schools and these teachers are paid by our tax dollars and they're forcing an ideology. And uh, if a student did come out and they didn't feel comfortable coming out to their parents and they felt like they had to do that at school with an adult they trusted that I, I, I believe our culture needs to shift. Uh, to as such that uh, the the teacher understands their boundaries saying no, no 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 this is not I thank you for telling me this John but even though you want to be Janice I cannot engage with you in that way that is not my role I have boundaries here I'm a government employee and uh, I'm not going to insert my own ideology in here and you're not going to get to know what I think because yeah. I'm a government employee, and, that and, is the way. That is my number one goal in all of this: is to keep the government out of our private lives,
2: right? Yeah, and go talk to your parents, or, That's or right. go talk to yeah. your guardian. Yeah. You know, whoever's taking care of you. What? What? Um, okay, so now let's fast forward to Tuesday. Did you guys think that you had to put on some boxing gloves and? <laughs> go and fight none of us were involved in that yeah
4: no boxing gloves but we did know that we were going to get infiltrated we knew we were going to get infiltrated by antifa because there was a call for action by trans person that goes by the name of maybe he's a man maybe a girl (laughs) maybe a girl so this person is trying to do something in Silver Lake politics. He He,
3: is a politician. He's a neighborhood council member and he ran against Adam Schiff for House of Representatives. So he's a politician. He.
4: He is a politician. So he called for action to LGBTQ allies to come to Glendale to combat all the homophobia. It's Mm. just a rhetoric. It's just a narrative. They all Mm. read the script. I don't know if you've seen where all of mainstream media reads the same script and it sounds very robotic. They have the same script. They read the call for action towards People that don't want inclusion, love, they hate people, they homophobic, all of that. So she made that post, or he, sorry, made that post, and Antifa reposted that because they're allies now. I feel like with this, I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm not sorry, but Antifa has no business in this. Antifa just doesn't have anywhere to go because Black Lives Matter went under, they're bankrupt, mm-hmm. so... I feel like the new Black Lives Matter is the TQIA plus army, right? So they need an army to stick to to cause havoc.
2: Yeah, they haven't been around in a while.
4: No, Black Lives Matter. I
2: haven't M- seen Antifa in a long time.
4: Yeah, until the LGBTQ <coughs> inclusion, love, call for action came. Yeah. And they're or if all-
2: somebody else gets an office in 2024, I'm sure they'll appear.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is like... They moved from Black Lives Matter to LGBTQIA. It's just like they're Mm -hmm. fighting cause.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, they're a bunch of Craigslist actors by most likely George Soros. And
4: and, uh, child molesters too. Uh, The one person that got arrested from Antifa at the brawl last week, uh, Eric Boyd, he is a convicted sex.
3: He's not convicted. He was arrested. Arrested arrested for for sexually abusing a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. That's right. The so charges were why dropped. Why isn't he convicted? He, the charges were dropped. I don't know the backstory. story. That's freaking sketch. I think sketch. very few people. I know, right? I don't know the backstory with Eric Boyd.
2: But but he Aren't there a lot of those that are <laughs> part of Antifa that are yeah been arrested for multiple things? I mean, things? You look
0: at these people you can tell, honestly. Like, we showed yeah. up we showed the, up eyes are the and, windows. Like, me and my brother we're like, what's going the on? The eyes are the windows yeah, to the soul. Some people you a, look w- into
4: a void. Not even like, that. I'm,
0: I'm, this was like comical to me like I've seen <laughs> growing up I've seen like fights <clears throat> that like people would get like stabbed mm-hmm. like bottle being broken on people's heads and mm-hmm. I I don't come from like Genghis Khan's town or anything <laughs> but I mean I've seen things like that you know what I mean mm-hmm. and we showed up and me and my brother started laughing these people brought banana with them to a protest and water I said like are you kidding me like it's two o'clock you're a grown-ass man mm-hmm. You need a banana so your <laughs> sugar doesn't drop? Or like, uh, like it was really funny to us. We looked at it like, <laughs> yeah, dude, this is a joke. Like, yeah. Yeah. like if this was in, I, I love what Jordan said in the, in the protest, protest. It was like, listen, you have as much right to say what you want, and you're practicing, and we are here defending your freedom of speech, but mm-hmm. you guys. Don't get that.
2: But, mm-hmm. they, they, but here's the thing. They rest on love and peace and, right? Well, yeah. Everybody's equal. There's
0: no love not hate. Until,
2: until, like, no like that. you know, that, that's the part that I don't understand. And, no, and, and
3: you, you better love their way. And if yeah. you don't, they'll come crashing down on you. Yeah. With a brick.
2: Literally. Yeah. Like, yeah. this
0: is the thing. I, we always say, I'm like, only if we could grab these people and send them to a third world country for just like a couple of weeks as soon as they open up their mouth, they're going to like get beat up. A couple hours. A couple hours. They won't last a couple hours. They're going to be like, they're going to like put some sense in them and then send them back. Then they're going to appreciate what they have here. Like, my wife was, technically she was grown, she grew up here and everything. And Mm -hmm. sometimes she complains. I'm like, this is such a first word problem. Poor (laughs) you. You I'm like, like, babe, come on, stop it. Like, this is, like, we have it good. We're part of 1% of planet Earth. I always say that. I think, what's the stat? If you make, more than 57,000 a year you're part of the 1% of in california the pl- too? planet earth in california right. earth. too planet earth, planet earth. Oh, okay. oh, no you california a, you're you <laughs> 50, not doing very well 57k yeah. <laughs> you barely making it yeah, yeah but still when you look at it, it no matter how bad you have it in california like you yes. can't be hungry yeah
2: you know that's that is the problem is that a lot of these people have not seen communism they don't know what it's like to live anywhere else besides the United States of America. And like you said, take them there for three weeks. I take them there for literally three hours. They would do anything to get on a flight right back to the United States. And and that I think that that has a lot to do with what's happening today. I think everybody's just spoiled. They take a lot for granted and... Uh, There's no values, there's no accountability. There's no
4: family values anymore. I feel like parents aren't parenting. It all started with the iPhone, iPad generation.
2: Social media.
4: Social media. (laughs) Parents are afraid to parent and discipline. And those are the repercussions after a couple decades of entitled, heartless.
2: Reality shows are bad. Music sucks. I mean...
4: People are just like not in tune. And I feel like all of this stems from... Not having strong families
2: and God and God, not enough God in family in, in homes. That's yep. that's a big issue.
4: And all of the lack of God is thanks to all of the propaganda <clears throat> that works to destruct the
2: family. Now, you guys went, you fought, uh, some fought literally, but mm. they still passed this thing, didn't they? Well,
0: well, they we, the, we knew they were gonna do it. Yeah, they it wasn't there. even
3: about it. Was, it wasn't even well, the thing you're talking about is uh, Pride Month, yeah, yeah, that was a tangential wait
2: thing. wait wait wait. was it you guys were fighting for pride month or was this more about about this stuff being in Should, books we're,
3: yeah we're i mean we're basically fighting like the policies that the that gusd is pushing where they're hiding they're concealing private information about students identities from parents and that's enshrined in their in their policies and then uh the also the library books the fact that teachers can basically teach whatever they want and they, they insert their politics. It goes, and Kelly
4: King. Gender neutral locker rooms and Glenda yep. High. Is, is that what passed though? Or well, no, that's, no. no,
3: that's already been in place. That's been in place okay. for years. The
4: thing you're talking about that was going to pass, there was a resolution on their agenda to name June Pride Month for GUSD. Yep. But all of media took that as the reason for our protest, but that was not our reason for protest. Media protests.
3: and Newsom. Friedman, All, everyone, Schiff. Everyone, by media. I mean, yeah, of course. That, that
4: was the narrative that the Democratic you guys machine. came to protest because we want to name June Pride Month, but mm-hmm. June is Pride Month everywhere, and mm-hmm. this happens every year, so mm-hmm. why did you guys get right. freaked out this year? It wasn't that. We didn't even... I mean, we I do care. We but do but care, but I wasn't there knowing was that thinking. that's on the agenda. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there for the bigger picture. And that was? The bigger picture being the lack of transparency... In the district with parents, the district and some of these woke teachers want to be the trusted adult Mm -hmm. because they feel like they have a better interest for your child than you do. If you are conservative, let's say, and if you are, let's say, religious, you worry these people. So they're looking after for your kid. Mm -hmm. So all of that in conjunction to the new sex ed curriculums for third, fifth graders yeah. some of the things in the sex ed curriculum book that i saw i did not know about those terms and those things until i was a 30 year old woman mm. and they're in fifth grade books
2: mm. uh you've got kids uh glendale unified right i have one uh, and were you gonna keep them there
0: uh, it's a it's a big debate we're thinking well originally this was our thought we said up to fifth grade he's a kid he's gonna go play and everything but once he gets a little bit older, more like academically we're gonna put him maybe in a private or like a charter school or something like that but then all of this stuff is happening now our concern is we need to make sure he's not getting indoctrinated and brainwashed before he's fifth grade so he has a personality he develops who he is he's confident enough to say hey i don't want to grab that i don't want to do that you know or like they say if he sees something glittery or he sees something colorful something cool he doesn't run towards it not knowing what it is so now we're looking into private school unfortunately we can't do homeschooling but just i mean this is something that it's everybody's last night we were at a at a get together with a couple of friends and family and one of the moms she said she's looking into homeschooling and not kind of homeschooling she said i'm gonna we're thinking of turning the garage into like a school, Mm. put a whiteboard there. And as long as we get five, six kids around the same age, we can hire a teacher to come teach this Mm -hmm. stuff. And then one of the other dads said, oh, you know, like I, uh, I'm like a coach for like, like baseball or whatever. Maybe I can volunteer Saturdays. They can come, I can do some. So it's like, it's like, unfortunate. it's fortunately and unfortunately, it's like turning into something that everybody's affected and everybody's I think we are going to go more towards private school right now mm. because me and my wife, we both work. And, yeah. it's and to amazing. add
4: to your what your friend said about the garage, I feel like a lot of people are sick of how the public system is failing mm. us. And there's a lot of talk with different people in different communities about opening up these pods. Like he was saying, mm-hmm. five to ten kids, hire a teacher, play the rest of the time. It's so important for kids to play outside up until they're like, up until puberty, like 10 to 12 years, they need to be outside because they cannot gain all of that, all of the knowledge and the know that they do in nature in a classroom at such a young age. So I feel like the pods are a new way going forward with a lot of people waking up, the unwoke, like the not woke people. Um, I myself have considered a while ago, even before I had a kid, I wanted to open some sort of a learning center. And now that I have a kid, um, it's more prominent for me to do so. So in my five-year plan, I see myself opening up a pod Mm -hmm. for parents who would like to homeschool.
2: Homeschooling is at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder wonder why.
4: There's a common misconception Mm -hmm. about homeschooling. Like your kid doesn't have to be home all
2: yeah. the time. Right. Well, the other right. thing is that if your kid wants to play baseball, soccer, bat, you can still put them in yeah. Uh, yeah. high schools to play or,
1: or oh, clinics right. or I'm, yeah.
0: I'm not relying on public school for his sports. He's already like three times a week, an hour and a half. He goes to judo. So yeah. like I'm, I'm already doing that. He goes like summertime. He's going to chess. He's going to go to swimming again, yeah. all of that stuff. So it's not that I'm relying on that, but my biggest issue with my wife is um, a friend of ours, his son is fourth grader. I'm not going to say what school because I don't want them to know what I'm talking about their kids. I've heard similar stories from different parents. And my issue was, I grew up in, I'm not gonna, I don't want to bash Iran. I have great memories there. I have a lot of Iranian friends. I have a lot of, but there was always this thing as an Armenian there that you know what to talk about, what not to talk about. There were certain things you don't publicly talk about. And that was taught to me in my household. If you don't talk about this. I'm not going to tell you why. Just don't put me in trouble, my dad would say, when you grow up, you'll know or I'll tell you why. And I feel like I got to do the same with my sons now because um, if my son goes to school, and a friend of mine said that, so there's, his son grew up with a group of kids. You know, they went to school together. Now they're fourth grader, and there's two girls in the class all of a sudden. They're not girls anymore, they're boys. Mm -hmm. So they're like, we grew up with, let's say, Susie and Jenny all our lives. And it's Susie and Jenny, but now they want to be referred to as Jack and... Jill. Sam right. or Jill right. or whatever. <laughs> now, and he almost got in trouble because he misgendered. I was like, that's my issue. Wait, wait, why wait is you said this is your
2: friend's
5: uh, <clears throat> kids? Uh, yeah, friend, okay. a friend of wow. a friend. So it happening. Happening. Oh, it's yeah. happening oh, a lot. It's, it's, happening. Hap- it's and more the and the more. Mom, it's picking the, up.
0: And the mom Delma. is one of those whew, right. hardcore Delma. ones. She's educated. She, <laughs> she said, show me the identification yeah. until then. Don't call me for this. But my thing is the kids. The kids are having like, it's imagine like, like it's I've known Susie all my life and all of a sudden have to every day deal with Susie but it's not Susie. You right? have to lie I for have Susie. To, I have to constantly yeah. and brings me you to those to memories to that mm-hmm. I have to watch myself what I'm saying in what areas. And Where do you stuff.
2: think this stems from you guys? Is it is it something you're born with? Is it something you're hanging out with? You're, what, you're trying transgenderism? to be cool? yeah yeah. Are you what, trying to be cool or is another friend doing it? Are you listening to social media? Is it just you? You need attention. Like what? 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 Children are
3: very uh, uh, susceptible, impressionable. Yeah. to When peer you start pressure. talking
4: about sex when they're in kindergarten, they're going to start thinking about sex when they're in kindergarten. Right. And by the time they're in third grade, when you're saying if you don't feel like you're a boy in a boy's body, you can be a girl, they really take that to heart, right? Mm -hmm. And by the time they're in fifth grade, you already told them for five years that if they're a boy, they want to be a girl, they can be (laughs) a girl. And then now they're rebelling and becoming a girl because the school told them they could. I feel like gender dysphoria does exist, but statistically, 75% of people grow out of it by the time they reach puberty. I am a product of that. I had gender dysphoria. I remember vivid feelings and thoughts of wishing I was a boy. Life would be so much easier if I was a boy. And then I hit puberty. And then I had a boyfriend in 11th grade. And then all of that went away. Mm -hmm. It just went away. So what I'm trying to say, yes, gender dysphoria does exist. Is it an epidemic right now in the last 10 years? No. I feel like there is an, an agenda at play to sexualize and... Dehumanize as many people of the coming generations as possible. the end game, population control that's what I think.
2: Did you tell your parents when you're growing up that, that you like girls?
4: No, I didn't like girls well I, I didn't I wasn't gay, but I felt like I wanted to be a boy.
2: Okay. did you tell <laughs> them that? Um, or you just no, kinda kept parent, that you can't I, keep kept I kept that in that. Yeah. I kept that. until you, you went know, through puberty. I mean,
4: I'm sure I told my parents in rage, like I was a very difficult teenager. I had a lot of mm-hmm. emotions that I couldn't mm-hmm. deal with because I wanted to be a boy and then like I couldn't fit in with boys and I couldn't fit in with girls. Like guys were cool, but like it was all of it, you know. But I grew up and
0: I grew out of it.
2: Yeah. Sevon, your kid does he come home and report as to what's happening at school, like all uh, the time or
0: no, my son is one of those like, "Hey, buddy, how's school? Good." Mm. He's he's a typical <clears throat> boy. Mm. Yeah. And me and my wife we always talk about it because my wife um, has a sister and an older brother. But the older brother is like the age gap is a little bit more. And then my father-in-law is like a like it's super like a girl dad. You know, everything they want like even to like up to this this day. If my wife calls my father in eleven o'clock at night. Dad, I'm craving, like, something. He'll go buy it and drive it and drop it off, you know? So my wife, she always says, like, oh, yeah, how come he does I'm like, he's a typical boy. That's what boys do. That's how boys are, you know. Good means good. Nothing <laughs> what, what, happened. Leave him alone. What's his take on Pride Month? Um, he's not exposed to it. And um, I just don't. See, to me, this is ridiculous. I, how am I going to explain to him what's a Pride Month? Mm -hmm. I can't even explain to him. The only thing that I'm going to say, I told him because the other day we were driving somewhere. We were at uh, Bars and Nobles and then Ikea. He saw the flag. He said rainbow. I said, hey, buddy, let me teach you something. What in life, you got to learn this, that everything that we see is not always what it seems like. He's like, what do you mean that? I said, if you go to a park and a guy comes and says, listen, that's my van full of toys. You want a toy? What are you going to do? He's like, no, I don't know him said, okay, but who do you trust? He said, if it's Hopar, which is uncle in Armenian, if it's uncle or grandma or grandpa, I see someone that I know, then that's different. But if I don't know them, I said, okay. So now just think about that. Maybe you see a rainbow, but rainbows are in the sky, okay? But that rainbow on a flag is not the rainbow in the sky. Do you get it? These are not the same thing. It's like, I see, I'm like, I'm not saying this is bad, but it's not what you think it is. Mm. And then we just left it at that Again, he's six years old. Their attention mm-hmm. span is so <laughs> short. You know, six it's years like old, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah. But like, yeah. But like, we just we just. Otherwise, their kindergarten teacher is going to tell them
4: in the whole, a worse way. Yeah, the whole right? point.
3: The whole point of this is to attack innocence. Yeah. That is the in- and to destabilize a child's identity as early as possible and there's a reason it is not a mistake he's talking about conspiracy theories it is not a mistake that the teachers unions are pushing this look at dodgers look at the dodgers the uh sisters of perpetual indulgence you know who who made the biggest stink about that the california teachers association are you guys aware of that Mm. yeah yeah that was the cta that pushed that to get the to get the Dodgers to bring them back, I think it's on the sixteenth, right? So that's in four days. They're gonna yeah. come. I but think.
0: We showed it to my dad, and my dad's seventy eight years old. And then we showed it to him. He's like, "What is this? It's this <laughs> like a theater or something." I was like, <laughs> and I'm embarrassed. Like I'm I'm yeah. about to I'm thirty nine years old, and my dad's seventy eight. I'm like, "Dad, I'm sorry, but this is what these people look. What is wrong with these people? Yeah, yeah.
3: Like- my wife is an atheist, mm? and she looks at this at the the sisters, and she's like." This is absurd. I find this very offensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: not, it's, not even, it's not even to me. It's not even about the religion or anything yeah. like that. You yeah. know no, what it's I mean? Disgusting. Like, 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 doesn't matter. You're Muslim. You're Christian. You're mm-hmm. Jew or Jewish or whatever you are. There's certain things that is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter to me. It's like, it's like basic decency. Yeah. Like, well, this is a, inclusion. This is inclusion. Like to me, that's that's the thing that I yeah. I mean. Another years ago, we went to San Francisco. We were walking and we were married, we didn't have kids with my wife, and we were walking in Chinatown. And all of a sudden, this blind guy walks in the middle of the street.
5: Mm.
0: The blind guy, and there was an area that it was not a step or anything, he walks in the middle of the street. So I ran from across the street and grabbed him. And I took him, and people are clapping for me. I'm like, why are you guys clapping? Yeah, why didn't you do why it? Why didn't yeah. you do yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Like the guy's blind. Like he's going to get <laughs> run over. You're such a good guy. I'm like, no, I'm not an idiot. No, no. society,
3: society just, is so bad that you think I'm good.
5: Yeah. It's,
0: just, it's just simple, just common normal. decency right. is gone. Like, and that's my, and trust me, I have a lot of like woke friends that they're like, oh, bro, you're too much. You're like, mm. this is, right. it's not. like
3: Yeah, that. and people always say, oh, Jordan, you're so brave. You have so much courage because you spoke out against this. I'm like, no. I'm not. I'm literally just telling people the truth. Mm -hmm. Why would that take courage? Mm -hmm. I don't understand why that's a problem at all. Why we have to even like indicate that that's a special thing. Mm -hmm. I really, I'm confused by that.
2: Yeah. That's, it's actually frightening. Yeah, it is. It's scary. It's scary. You mentioned that the schools, if they get better, but, Man, I, I hate saying it. No, we need I
3: we just, need a generation yeah. to fix this problem. Yeah. yeah. But it's gotta start with us. We we inherited this. Yeah. The boomers neglected it. And uh, what is what's the generation in between the boomers and us? Uh, it's like Gen X? Gen X. Yeah, yeah. They, they perpetuated this. They're yeah. they're kind of the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're the ones who have like the, the The teachers that we have to deal with right now are Gen X. Yeah, basically. Alicia Harris is Gen X. Yeah, they they think that this is they think that they're going against the man, but they became the man, and it's like the worst kind. You know, I mean, they're they're forcing this down children in children's minds. They're they're they have infiltrated their consciousness, and uh, yeah, there's just there's no going back until we have people like us who step up and uh, you know do not compromise.
2: Are your kids ready for school yet or no?
3: Uh, I've got a three year old and a one year old. So the yeah. three year
2: old is you can enroll as uh, He could season. he could yeah. enroll
3: in TK. Yeah, California just started up transitional kindergarten, mm-hmm. you know, to get them younger. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and I'm not I mean I'm gonna keep him out as long as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh I just I mentioned I'm gonna run for school board. If I get on school board, I'm gonna send my kids to the schools because um, you know, I kinda have to. Yeah. And I think it's worth it yeah. to 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 be involved directly. And I you know, I have this saying that I, that I tell Hosmika a lot, like every negative is a positive. Every negative is a positive in today's world. And uh, if you have that mindset and you have faith that uh, you can, you, you know, you can uh, withstand the harassment and the abuse that basically the government is for the totalitarian government is forcing upon you. um, You can, you're going to, you're going to find a seed of strength inside of yourself that will never go away. Um, and I, I would assume that people who survived communism or other authoritarian regimes uh, through their own internal courage and, and, and moral strength probably have that same feeling. And putting my kid in that situation, I, I feel... I would feel a lot of guilt doing that, but at the same time it's like i I it will it will open up the door for them to understand how corrupt individuals can be if you give them power from a very early age. Uh and that to that is such a powerful lesson for a child to understand. It's like, oh, this this person's telling me I I, I can trust them. In fact they're telling me I, I have to trust them and oh, they're manipulating me. You know? I mean that's a I, I think that's a little uh it's a bit devastating, but uh, in today's day and age, it may be the 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 best uh, defense that we have against future generations of authoritarianism, because they they're going to have this concept in their mind where they know that the government and people within it are going to abuse them with the power that we that we pay for, and that. Uh, I, I, that, that is you know basically like my fundamental justification in all of this i'm I'm explaining to you the justification that I'm having and involving myself in this whole ordeal and potentially sending my kids into the the the, the crosshairs of that organization
2: It's a pretty hands-on approach man
3: uh, yeah it's uh high cost yeah yeah high, high risk high reward you know do
2: you believe in the election process
3: i I can't say I totally believe in it no no.
2: That's the other part of this thing, too, right right I just feel as though the media drives everything, whatever they want to drive, and at the end of the day, I think the silent majority is a real thing right, but at the end of the day, are we let's say the silent majority votes does it matter
3: yes i i uh re- regardless of whether or not the the election process is corrupted or you know manipulated, we still have to play within it, and if we don't we lose the game. You see what I'm saying? And it's our job to wake people up to the point where the uh the manipulation cannot because the manipulation occurs as, occurs on the margins of the vote. I mean there there's there's let's say there's the actual vote and then whatever happens at la county produces the results that got ingrid gunnell for instance who's a school board member who's you know cta gta LAUSD, um that got her the win right and that happens at the margins but what we did in glendale right here with our with this group of people right here we woke up the freaking country Mm mm-hmm we woke up an entire community. Mm-hmm. Every person is aware of what's going on. If you live in Glendale and you don't know, you're just like out to lunch. I don't know how people Dude, don't Jordan, know.
2: I got friends in Texas. Like yeah. I've got friends in the East Coast. Like They're like, man, I love Armenians, but I love yeah. them yeah, exactly. more now. Yeah, exactly. like, you, guys are the, you guys are the people, man. You're fighting for us, you know? Yeah. Someone
4: made a comment. It's Dude. the United States of Glendale yeah. the last
2: yeah. couple yeah. weeks. Gl- yeah, And this is and so, like well, Texans, like, Texans are badass people, man. You Let's know?
3: see. Let, we're gonna test the system in this next election, mm. right? Is it gonna? Are they gonna really try it to fuck with that many people who are gonna show up and vote a certain way now? Now that they all know, we we are a huge threat to the machine right now, and I'm very excited for 2024.
4: And <clears throat> one more thing, uh, the one of the most important things that we've gotten to convey at the last few board meetings to our Armenian constituents and people standing for the same cause, is they have to get out of the habit of voting for an Armenian on the ballot. They see the YAN, they want IAN, boom, they vote for an that. Armenian,
0: like Hispanic, or if, like... like, like hey, man, you if got like good like values. To, <clears like throat> they, they no, see what I'm like saying A lot, lot, lot of cultures are like, oh... Yeah. It's I, my culture, yeah, my right. It's for sure. They represent people. me. So, yeah. like, yeah. I
4: feel like we've gotten to them at this point that, hey, look, they're Armenian. That's you right. voted for them. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, Just,
2: just and because, yeah. Just but because yeah.
4: You, you share the same ending doesn't of the last mean. name. That doesn't mean they're Armenian to begin with. Doesn't mean they're... You got the right, right values. And th- yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I exactly.
3: think the inverse could occur... Now we're like Armenian politicians who were selling out the Armenians, but like the Armenian values are realizing, Oh my God, I've been wrong this whole time. I've been mm-hmm. selling out my own people. What did I do? I really hope that like Nairi, I hope that shant. I'm, I hope. I okay. Hope, I, I right, faith in Jesus, man. I hope right. these people, <laughs> I hope these Wake people up. realize what they've done. I know Armenian carpetian is,
4: Realizing is right. realizing
3: that right now, Um I'm still holding her accountable. Go check my Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm if if, I'm if she is, if her tides uh, uh, are
4: turning, I propose that she comes and stands with us. Apparently, at the
3: whole- she's gonna. Apparently, she's gonna come on June 20th and speak right. publicly. And if she does, I'm gonna take our, my post to- out. I'm gonna say. God bless Arminé. Thank she used you to be so a board much. Member. She used to be a board member. She
4: voted all of this stuff in yeah. last year. See, see, the other issue But now that she's coming back to our
0: side. For so oh, wow. long, yeah. no one held these people accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever came to their thing, I sign here, yeah. the school gets well, 100,000 were good, They say. were held accountable
3: by GTA, by the unions. No, but... So they felt you know what I'm saying? To the bring, unions. In,
0: to bring yes. it in. But, mm-hmm. but the way they looked at it, because... um, Like, for example, if you're a realtor and... For years you sold properties. No one asked, what is this item on the tenth page? Mm-hmm. You don't know, mm-hmm. you know. Of yeah. course you're gonna in the beginning you might have known, but you're gonna forget. And that's what happened. Because um we all met with the board members. I, I had a meeting with me and my brother had a meeting with the president Nairi for two hours. We saw the superintendent, we saw Shant, I don't know his last name. He's Sahakian. Sakin, another board member, maybe talked to him about 15, 20 minutes, bunch of other people from USD. And then the thing was when we were talking to them, like they're trying to explain, but at some point I'm like, I'm more informed than you. Mm. No, that's not, yeah, but we need budget issues. I'm like, budget for what? Mm. For yeah, For what? Like to send the teachers, get them out of the school, for example, send them to... How to be? What is it? Non-bias, mm. like anti-bias, anti-bias. That's
3: literally Marxist indoctrination, mm. anti-bias education. That's what it is. It's,
0: it's so. So it's like <clears throat> it's like there's so many different things, and for so long, no one has mm-hmm. looked into it, and these people just went to the gala. They just went here around yeah. the community. Oh my God, the president! So they had, and now they're turning back. They're like, Sevan had no idea who I am. Now he has my phone number. He has my email. He's emailed me 10 times. The principal of my son's school knows me. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way. I said, listen, we could work together or I could be that guy that shows up here every Monday, goes through all the curriculum for the week and s- decides what day is going to come to school, what day is not. Mm. And she's like, no, I get it. We're not doing any of that stuff. I said, I'm not saying you're doing it. I trust you, but my point is, I don't trust everybody else around here. Yeah, the
3: teachers can do what they want. Yeah, exactly. And it's protected. It's called supplemental materials. And if you try to request that through PRAs, these public record requests, they're not going to provide it. They're going to be like, oh, it doesn't exist. And the teacher can do whatever they want. They have free reign over their classroom. You talk to to any honest teacher, they'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, we, we have a set curriculum, but really we do whatever we want. And that's why, that's why there are good teachers who, you know, really excel and they bring uh, their, they bring their own integrity to the classroom and they really do educate. Ray Shelton is one of them. Um, and, uh, there are other teachers who manipulate that and they, I I, I gotta say, I think that they think they're being, they're doing good. I think they think that, but you know, they're just so screwed up in the head. They're so, their, their, their whole worldview is so inverted that, you know, they're perverting the minds of children.
2: Yeah. Uh, going back to uh, not uh, voting for Armenians or voting for Armenians because of the IAN. This guy's wearing a four stripe Adidas suit, man. Okay, <laughs> no. he's he's our <laughs> Armenian brother. He's, he's more All
5: Armenian right? than me. Uh, yeah, he's, he's more <laughs>
4: Armenian than most of the Armenian board members we have. Let me just exactly. put it that way. I'm
3: yeah. just, fr- you know, the, the thing is, is like Armenians are good people salt of the earth i'm from the midwest i came from a small ass town where we were always grilling meat over coals okay and there there, we go there's there's no difference yeah there is obviously but like we have the exact same values when it comes down to it there's in, in my opinion i've met more armenians that are like more american than People that I knew growing up, they don't even like they they have no idea how good they have it. I'm lucky that I got exposed to a couple ideologies and a couple books that really woke me up at a really some good teachers and professors that really woke me up to what to what it's like here and what it's what it's like in other countries. Um, And I I feel blessed for that. But, uh, you know, we're lucky here in Glendale because we've got a whole constituency of people who really value America we finally are waking them up to the fact that our government here has subverted itself and is abusing all of those people.
2: That was your turning point. When you read a few books, you said you were kind of leaning liberal in 2017. Was that kind of, uh, I had
3: several turning points. Uh, Ron Paul woke me up yeah. a lot in 2008 when I was in college at university, university of Michigan. While I was at Michigan, my first professor was a philosophy professor named Carl Cohen, who was a Jew who helped write the ACLU's uh, opinion on on protecting Nazis and their freedom of speech in Mm -hmm. Skokie, Illinois to march, which, you know, was then decided and that developed the case law for, you know, free speech in America ever since. Um, He also uncovered, and he's like, he's like a liberal philosopher, like basically a libertarian philosopher, Carl Cohen. He also uncovered uh at University of Michigan the affirmative action practices that then turned into two Supreme Court cases, uh, both at the law school at the graduate level and the undergrad. The undergraduate did not stand, meaning they couldn't practice affirmative action because it's essentially racist, uh, but they could do it at law school, uh, you know, ironically where critical race theory started. Was at law school because yeah right that
4: (laughs) is so ironic so yeah
3: well it's not it's not unintentional I mean this is not a coincidence because critical legal studies was basically Marxist lawyers who you know crafted the argument that then became the whole justification to have affirmative action uh, which is now basically what we're dealing with now so that right there was a huge turning point in my mindset I was nineteen. And I had this professor who was libertarian, liberal, like a real liberal, you know, defending everybody's free speech, even though they want to murder him, mm. you know, mm. that sort of, and then saying, well, if you're going to select this group over that group based on their race, that's racist, mm. you know, that really woke me up. Also, when I was 19, I uh, I started reading critical theory because it, I was a music student at Michigan and critical theory there was a big critical theorist named Theodore Adorno if anybody knows that uh he you know he was a Marxist music uh, uh musicologist and composer and I was reading this in college too at 19 and I was like and he hated jazz and I, I love jazz I've always loved jazz um I'm a I'm a big connoisseur and he hated jazz and I was like fuck this guy <laughs> and I was like you know night. Yeah. so like being in college and having all these different experiences and then I got Introduced awokeness too at that age too, so I was getting like getting it from all angles in college um and uh you know the truth always prevails, and freedom always prevails, and that is what i'm always going to side with on the philosophical level always one hundred percent of the time and uh yeah I'm really fortunate to have been uh, to have my education crafted that way
2: so what's the what's the goal I know uh June twentieth is another june
4: 20th is the last board meeting of the school year okay right Mm -hmm. so we are planning to have a bigger turnout this time as we are predicting antifa might be back
5: Mm.
2: i I would say to expect
5: them yeah Yeah. for sure yeah maybe
3: except
2: eric boyd
5: (laughs) (laughs) yeah hopefully
2: not Eric boyd
0: the the thing what At this point, I think what we're trying to accomplish is to wake more parents up because still, like, I've gone to pick up my son. I talked to some new faces. They're like, oh, no, you know, they're going to learn it eventually. What's the difference? I'm like, okay, I'm not going to sit here and educate you in Mm -hmm. the next five minutes. But the point is, as unfortunately what happened, even though they twisted the narrative, they said we're anti-LGBT, which is not true. Gays against groomers came out to support us. Ray yeah, Sheldon is gay. Ray Sheldon is gay. Mm-hmm. We have there a lot was, of gay friends. I was going to say, man. I, I have yeah. so many gay friends. You know? And my
4: gay friends are against this. And they're,
2: all, ag- right. they're all against it. Those for, for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. I
4: have, like, at least 10 Armenian gay friends. Both guys. Yeah. And lesbians. Yeah. Right? And, like, they grew up gay in Glendale right. schools and all of that. They were oppressed and beat up like the narrative is. Sure, like... Maybe they didn't have as many friends. That's mm-hmm, not the point. Mm-hmm. Listen, the point is kids, everyone kids has kids. equal rights. The point yeah. is nobody hates these people. My gay friends don't feel like Glendale right. hates them.
3: And there's a new player coming in here who you guys uh, uh, probably don't know who's um, Alex Balakian. Have you heard of him? No. He's, he's, yeah, he's running for House of Representatives in our area. He's a gay Armenian who is, is running against... Is he- lo- huh? Uh, Sorry. Yeah. He's running against Laura Friedman for Adam Schiff's old seat Mm. in the U S house of representatives. He's, he has like no followers, but he is a gem. He's a doctor Mm. who's gay and, uh, an ICU physician. Uh, and I have so much, uh, Respect for this guy because he he moved back to Glendale to run for this specific spot. He was born and raised here, and he suffered all sorts of uh, uh, issues growing up being gay in the Armenian community. Of but he was ultimately, you know, he withstood it. It shaped his character, and he is anti woke. And here we go. I mean, this guy is, and he's not, no party preference. He doesn't. He he's not left role. or right. He's the man. So Alex uh, uh, B a l e k i a n. It. Balak, Balak, Balakian, Balakian, Balakian. Thank you, Alex Um Very, very smart guy. New player in town, so Good. we're gonna we're gonna be working with him quite a bit, and we gotta we gotta promote him quite a bit. So, so the
0: thing I think what we were trying to accomplish on June 20th is um, when I met with Nairi the president, I said, "Listen, if you think because she invited us for a coffee and she thought she's gonna talk to us and everything, and at that point we didn't even, I just knew maybe it was like." maybe 10 people, but now I know like maybe 30, 40 people with their first name. Uh, but what happened is I told her, because prior to that, we, uh, the superintendent had a meeting in the, in the school. Uh, so somewhere. let's rewind.
4: So they proposed, and two meetings ago, somebody proposed, why doesn't the superintendent, if you guys want to meet us halfway, why doesn't the superintendent go with coffee with the principal at each school, like mm-hmm. set it up, and the parents from that school can go, and you guys can have a more intimate Q&A. Because at these board meetings, we go and we speak to them. They can't respond back. Mm-hmm. So somebody suggested, why don't we have more of a dialogue? So
0: that's what Sevan's talking about. He went um, to the coffee with the <laughs> principal. It was supposed to be an hour thing. Turned out to be about three hours. Wow. So wow. And, and <laughs> what happened is, originally she came out, she's like, you know, we love our kids. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then... 15, 20 minutes into it, like someone from the side, I know her, a mom, she said, listen, you know why you're here, we know why you're here, let's get to the subject, long story short, back and forth, for example, an example that I'm saying, like, people are pissed, parents are annoyed, because, listen, if you're smarter than me, you fool me, good for you, buddy, you know, all power, I've been ripped off of money, people, good for them. But if you come and like in a as clear as a daylight, you wanna insult my intelligence? Come on, don't mm-hmm. be offensive. Right. So she right. comes and she says, Oh, we're gonna hire a professional librarian and we're gonna go through the books. <laughs> and one of the moms says, So all along we didn't have professional <laughs> librarian <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> well, that's, that's what, what you, you just said. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So then she goes through that one thing at a time, everything I said, Okay, so does this include the library in the classroom or it's just the outside library? You know, some good ideas came out. One of the moms said, how about I show up every Tuesday with my son and go through the books and make sure he picks certain books that I approve of. And then they said, that's a good idea, you know. <coughs> but the point is, after this meeting, I, I me and my brother went and met uh, the president of the GUSD. And in this, we had about two hours. And one of other moms showed up to, for about an hour. She had to leave. So we had, she tried to say, well, you know, this is out of our control. This is out of all of this stuff. I turned and I told her, I said, listen. Because she was keep saying, you guys need to tone it down. I said, what, me or him? Because there's just two of us here. Who's you guys? You know, uh, we're not like an army or anything. We're not like a group or anything. Was just, she referring to the like, Glendale like army? Like the parents. Yeah, like yeah. the parents, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a social media group. I don't even know. I still don't know who's running that group. I I personally follow it. I met Jordan like prior to this, maybe like, what, a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I met Jordan. I met Hosmik a month and a half, two months ago. So, I was like, "Listen, what are you talking about?" She's like, "Oh yeah, you guys need." I said, "Listen, I'm the list of your concerns, the group that are coming." Because some of these parents at this meeting was honestly like funny because there's a flag <coughs> program, like a joint Armenian program. They were under the impression that they're sending their kids to private school. Hmm. We're sending our kids to here. And I was like, halfway had to turn them like like in Armenia, like Kurjan, like this is not a private school. Oh really? <laughs> they this thought th- that. Yeah, oh wow. Saying, I'm like. I'm like, if you're worried about me, like I can have a dialogue with you. The tsunami is coming. And Mm. it came. And these Mm. people are not. And then that was my speech that you haven't put it out. I went, I only had a minute and I pushed Freeman. I said, why am I? I said, I told you this was going to happen. We came and tried to have a talk with you guys. You guys ignored us. This is is what school? This is uh, the GUSD. The board meeting. The board meeting. I said, this is what happened. And, what we're hoping that we're going to accomplish that more parents wake up and just show up. Like, listen, this is... My personal thing is I can put my son in private school. Thank God I can afford to do that. You know, I'll cut down from some other stuff, vacation, I'll put him in a private school. I'm going to do whatever I can. But the point is, what I'm looking at is 10 years down the line, this kid has to associate with the community. And that's my problem, you know? Like, if if... <clears throat> he's going into sports or he's going to go to parties or he's going to go to this, then it's going to be like he always has to look over his shoulder what he's saying, what he's doing. And the point is, once the community wakes up, once people know, once parents figure out what we have a group, we had a, we met a lady recently in the last meeting and she said, I am, I am as left as it gets. Mm-hmm. She said, my favorite politician is uh, Bernie Sanders. That's right. But she's like, I am against this because my Mm. kids are Mm. coming home and they're like, mom, another video for 25 minutes in the Mm. math class. Oh boy, math. yeah, Uh, GUSD
4: has uh, implemented, I don't even know the term, but every first period, no matter what it is, for 25 minutes, they do inclusive. Twice a week. So like you're wasting so much math time, so much science time. Just to show them a stupid video about LGBTQ. It's,
0: it's wow. not even that. It's Wait,
2: like, is this for just the month of June or is no, this throughout the no, year? It's, no,
0: it's, it's, so this is not, this is called a cultural relevance something. So every yeah, month, that's
2: critical race
3: theory, by the yeah. way.
4: So, so every month they have it. So for June yeah, for it's that. And then for February it's black history propaganda. So they just mm-hmm. do that at mm-hmm. first period, first thing in the morning. Mm. Yeah, put
2: mm-hmm. it in the brain, put yeah. it in the brain. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Now
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna can I can I read something in regard to math? Yeah. So in 2021, because I was paying attention to GUSD then in February 2021, they adopted Learning for Justice, which is the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center's learning or uh, educational platform. Mm -hmm. And if you're familiar with the Southern Southern Poverty Law Center, you know that it's um, aggressively leftist, funded by the Open Society George Soros, Uh, uh, and they actually just expanded their hate watch list to include parent groups like moms for Liberty, um, uh, no left turn in education, uh, defending ed. So big problem. This is, I'm going to quote the learning for justice. This is an article about math and it says math is political math, including math education is absolutely political and has been used in violent ways to subjugate harm and even kill. Mm. And then it goes on to say how about about how math is racist and it's used and it. It's fundamentally used in racist ways to subjugate black people. That's the this is what they adopted. Jennifer Freeman, who I'm going to run against, her husband is a math teacher Mm. and she supports this. That, and they've never answered to it. They actually deny that this even uh, influences their uh, curriculum. Yet they all supported it. It may, it makes absolutely no sense. I mean, they're they're just lying to us. They, they and don't then even
0: hear themselves. That's the funny thing. What they don't even hear themselves. That's the no. Funny. They can't. They're just no. they're just re- parroting. Because last meeting when I was locked inside with them, so yep. this lady goes, she's like the white privilege, and I shouted from back. There. I'm like. That's you, Freeman. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Like you're you're talking about something that it, it just it just doesn't make sense. Like honestly, to me, like most of this stuff, like when he explains or I I hear, I'm like, look, what are you guys talking
3: about? Cause common sense, because you have like, common it sense. Doesn't
0: it doesn't even make sense? Like, right. what are you talking about? Like like.
3: And then to make to make matters worse, math since is we racist. yeah I know math being racist and it's all abs- absolutely and two political. Two plus
4: two can be How about as water. Five. Yeah,
3: oh yeah. racist. Oh racist. <laughs> and the fact that you're drinking water and that you are a human who has to drink water, racist. <laughs> <laughs> two no, plus two can
4: identify to, as five.
3: That's right. Yeah. And the yeah, water being is, white, it's clear. Clear. Don't be racist. Exactly. <laughs> should be brown. Transparent. Uh, uh what was I going to say? Oh yeah, during during all this, they passed. Okay. Let's let's go back to 2022 a year ago when Tammy Tiber. Have you heard the name Tammy mm-hmm. Tiber? Okay. So, we're now in like phase 3 of fighting wokeness. Mm-hmm. The first phase is 2021 with critical race theory and then Tammy Tiber kind of broke it in 2000 in 2022 when she she's a third grade teacher at Thomas Jefferson Elementary and While I was running for city council, I filed a PRA, because I occasionally just type in a little PRA, send it out, see what I get back, and I got 1,300 pages of emails. By the grace of God, something happened. What? Yo, you haven't heard this?
4: They sent you... What?
3: 1,300... You didn't know this? Yeah, yeah. No. This this broke national news, too. Uh, uh, 1,300 pages of emails, and... I could read, you know, many of the emails, uh, for instance, uh, there was a, a, a teacher who said, you know, socialism is the natural state of man. All civilizations throughout history are, uh, or could be, could be identified as queer. You know, this is the kind of stuff that these educators are saying. Is and this they, all and they from get, the emails yeah, yeah, yeah. you got? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And it goes, wor- it, it's worse than that. And it says, right. it even says Vivian actually supports all this, uh, uh, I could, I could go deeper, but the point is, is that we got a video that a third grade teacher, Tammy Tiber, who at the last board meeting is seen, seen linking arms with Antifa.
4: Mm. We have a video. It's great. Oh
3: yeah. She's linking arms with Antifa. I'll show you Mike. And um, mm. she was showing her eight year old class, this video of this uh, Canadian actress, I forget her name, Jesse something sitting around a table during pride month. With other eight year olds, they look about eight years old. You've seen yeah, the video, 30, right? Yeah. So younger. Younger, My maybe opinion. seven. Seven, seven eight
0: eight-year-old.
5: Max.
3: And uh she starts talking about the movie Nell and how she saw Jodie Foster nude in the movie Nell, and how it turned her on, mm. basically, and it made her question her own sexuality. Talking to children.
4: Talking to like
3: six, little girl little kids. And and there was this little cute girl, mm. so cute, and she her eyes just like mm. what? Like yeah. like deer in headlights, she knows that this is wrong. She's like freaked oh. out by it, and like there's like tinsel-y music going on in the background with rainbows there's and glitter in
4: the back and, and rainbows, and, and it's
3: like it's like they are uh, mocking the fact that they're like mocking the, anybody who takes offense to the fact that she's like grooming this seven-year-old talking about the fact she was aroused by Jodie Foster and questioning and then, her own
2: sexuality. and She then goes she, on
4: to talk about same se- – she's like, when I was a teenager, when I kissed a girl, and you can kiss a girl. Like,
2: you think mo- they just want to ruin America? Yes. yes. Brainwashing yeah, yeah, children? But,
3: there, uh, but yeah, there's a point to this story. The I want to get to the point of this story is that you – so that wasn't last year, a year ago, 2022 – zoom forward to today maybe a month ago uh the well gta had gone to uh senator portentino's office and it had basically written a new bill that he has sponsored it's called, all
0: his bill based on the board it's all his it's all system.
3: glendale baby uh and no, they say they say it's all, so it's
0: all, him. all him we had nothing to do We just it's all it's all
3: portentino it. it's all it has, it has gta li- it's written it's right on portentino. there portentino. Yeah, yeah. why did yeah, yeah. they so. can, we, can we explain the bill a, a, yeah, go ahead it's go sb ahead. 596 right Correct. sb 596 yeah and it specifically like it, it expands the definition of harassment to teachers outside of the classroom and it's so like the language is really broad and vague. and it talks about how like harassment is uh anything that's annoying or uh something that doesn't have a legitimate justification and it's after hours so like if you like my whole point I spoke about it at the board meeting I was like hey I'm I'm criticizing a teacher right now it's after hours am mm-hmm. I annoying you is this legitimate so, am I harassing you? Are you gonna Are you gonna find me five? Because it says uh, the first fine is five hundred dollars as a misdemeanor for if a harassment. If you
4: annoy someone that works for the Glendale Unified School it District, it specifically district came from hours. Tammy
3: Tiber. <laughs> it specifically came because we made a fuss about the government employee grooming children and with how, those vid- with that video a year ago.
4: How do we know it came? directly after our complaints because during the next board meeting the first thing they did was open up with this bill. They had Portentino on a Zoom call introducing the bill to Glendale's boardroom. Like, I wonder why. In
3: his little boomer dumb way he was saying like, sorry to diss on boomers so much but he was like, why can't we all just get along? And we're like, you fucking fascist. You know? (laughs) (laughs) We all were just like, no, no, boo. You know, like... Uh yeah, he, he, they, you're right. They cannot hear themselves, can they? No,
0: yeah. they can and, and And to top it off, the bad part about this bill is, third offense, you can get locked up for a whole year. Jeez. Rock so, and roll. For
4: instance, Mike, <laughs> if you uh, go to your teacher, your kid's teacher, and say, hey, uh, you were talking to my kid about this, and I don't want you, you. can get charged $500 just for approaching that teacher. First time.
2: This is Glendale Unified School, School District. District, yeah.
3: Well, but no, but no, no, no. This, this is the whole is state California. Now. Okay, California. This is a Senate bill. Senate bill. This yeah. is a thing, or, or yeah, they're trying to pass it. They're trying to pass it. It it's went to the. Started. It went. It's it,
4: in the second stage. Pu-
2: public r- schools I'm, or private included. Public schools. Just public? I
3: don't think private, and I believe it passed the Senate. I think it's to the Assembly wow. now. Right? It, it, yep. Wow. Yep. Because the entire state is ran by the CTA, and apparently the Dodgers. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and tranheiser Bush yeah, tranheiser and Target, Bush. and Trantifa. <laughs> and Tran-tifa.
4: Tran-tifa, I So, that. so the, is
2: is the 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 main goal is to get enough people on your side prior to elections? Yes. So mm-hmm. you're voting the right proper people in?
0: Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, main goal for me is honestly is like I'm not running for public or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't plan on doing it because I don't see the point of me mm-hmm. the amount of hours I have to put in. Um, English my third language, but it's like my thing is people have to wake up it's at a point that it doesn't matter like if I'm in a home school I'm in a private school of you course. have to people have to wake up and they need to come and see what's going on yeah. uh, if you just show up to that meeting it's gonna take you about like ten to fifteen minutes by just walking around to know i'm not I'm not gonna say good guys or bad guys, but you're gonna tell which side you can decide you want to be on and i'm and I'm gonna be honest I have a i have people on the other side of the aisle every time i see them i hug them and i know them some of them are my former teachers and i don't have some of them are second cousins and stuff like that but the point is it's it's about kids right now i keep pushing back to everybody it's about kids it's about kids about kids and leave our kids alone like it's at a point where it's like listen i i'm a i'm a boy hello i'm a man i know it's hard for some people to understand but i grew up at a Private Armenian school in Iran, which was all boys' school. In Iran, it's different, but we used to beat each other up, we used to do everything. And I'm sorry, kids are the most cruelest creatures ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And doesn't matter what you do. I've told my older son a million times, he's only three, he doesn't understand it. He's still any opportunity. He loves his baby brother, but he's just gonna be a older brother. That's what my, my older brothers didn't bully me, did, but that's how we played. You know, we played wrestling, we played. And that's the thing. Like they want, they want to say, like, oh, you know, no. If we teach them, no, you can't teach. It's like, it's like, it's like you want to teach how to ride a bicycle by showing a YouTube video. Mm. Good luck, buddy. Mm -hmm. I dare you. You're gonna Mm -hmm. have a bunch of adults. I'm sorry, but you're gonna have a bunch of adults like we have today. That they think they know how to ride a bicycle, but they, they and they even jumped even on a motorcycle it. right now because they're all married with their kids and they have like jobs and they have things and they're on a motorcycle. They don't even know how to ride a bicycle, but they're on a motorcycle and they mm. have to try to control it. And that's the issue right now in the society right now.
4: I also want to point out an issue I've been seeing in the last couple of weeks because, like I said, I have a lot of gay friends. I I used to be like really liberal in my twenties, so I'm just like, a lot of people have been messaging me, like, hey, we were kind of ignoring your stories, but knowing that you're such an open-minded, loving person, I decided to actually look at what you're ranting about for the Mm -hmm. last three weeks, Mm -hmm. so I had, like, three friends tell me this, one of them from Ireland, Ireland's super, like, Mm -hmm. democratic, right, so she messaged me, like, hey, like, I know the type of person you are. I was ignoring it, but now I see what's going on. And I'm sorry for ignoring it for so long. I'm on your side completely. So what I'm trying to say is there are a lot of narratives out there about us and about this movement, about transphobia and anti-gay. And I just want to ask all of those people, because I read many comments of like acquaintances that I have in the last couple of days of like we need to stop this and the hate on trans people I am asking I am pledging for all of those people to talk to a parent that has been to at least one of these board meetings mm-hmm. talk to one of us look at one of the speeches and just try mm-hmm. to try to step out of the narrative of this is about homophobia that that that's not the issue and I just want even if there's one listener on this podcast that reaches out and really tries to get the other side, then I feel like we're doing a great job.
2: Look, I look I, I look at it like things have to get really bad until they get to they get to be good again.
3: Yeah, like, yeah it, could, Armeans, it could get worse. It Armeans could still get worse. But, say, but, yeah.
2: but would it be this? Would would people come out? Would we even be having this podcast if it wasn't this bad? If they kind of secretly did it, if they kind of crawled doing it, right? If, right. if they mm-hmm. weren't so exposing, like right no, away. you're right. You're right. We wouldn't be talking about it. There wouldn't be a big group at the uh, Glendale Unified. Like there wouldn't be arguments. It's bad. And yeah, it could get worse, but I, I just feel like the only way it's going to get good is if it gets bad and it's,
3: I think it is going to get worse. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah it, I it's fear, gonna get worse before it I fear better. federal involvement, mm. uh, potentially with Newsom releasing national guard on June 20th. Mm. If I were him, if I were psychotic like mm. him, that's what I would do. Uh, I worry about people infiltrating our group people, mm. uh, yeah. Like so honey, honey so potting so us, my, I I worry why, about a lot of this stuff. Like
0: I don't like to call it group because we're not like they're gonna label us. They've already labeled us Nazi's mm-hmm. and yeah, all right. Stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was like, dude, do you even know these definitions? Like they were calling us get fasc- close to the mic, Fascist last time they were like the other side were right. like Christian fascist doesn't mm-hmm. do it. Come on, go mm-hmm. Christian and the fascist. Right. They can't be mm-hmm. like a thing. Anyway, so well, but, well, they can. But, but <laughs> the point is like again, it's not our group if. I don't want to say like-minded parents. I'm gonna say parents. I've talked to parents from other districts, LAUSD, that they reached out and everything, and um, it's just we are parents. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, like whoever that I meet, it's I can tell if you're a parent or you're not. It's not that has nothing to. But there's we have that same core value. We want the best for our kids. That's it. Simple. Leave my kid alone. Yeah. If he wants to climb up a wall let him climb up as long as he's not doing something that is going to harm himself, let him be. But that's, that's the thing. Once you dug into, once you get into this stuff, no, it's, I am jazz. I'm a boy. I want to be a girl. Have you guys thought of
2: moving out of California and just not dealing with this? Uh, Yeah, for sure. I have. Yeah. My wife and I
3: talk about it a lot.
0: It's in time. I, I, my best friend moved to Texas two years ago, Austin, Texas. This Christmas, past Christmas, we went there to check it out. But unfortunately, again, goes back to the kids. It's all about the kids. Um, uh, we're three brothers. We each have two kids. Mm. Yesterday, they were all there. There's six, seven kids playing with each other around the same age. They run from three-year-old to seven-year-old. So yeah, this and you kid, don't want to deprive that, their That's, that's awesome. how I grew up. I grew up with a bunch of cousins, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I could move... Well, and,
2: and the problem is you're losing good conservative, traditional families.
0: That's my.
5: So,
2: idea. so I love what you guys are doing because you're staying here and you're fighting.
0: That's what I'm you're not giving say. up and
2: being like, "I'm out. I'm going to Arizona. I'm because going it's, to Texas." It's,
0: it's gonna. It's it's unfortunately it's like a cancer. It's gonna get there. Yeah. Eventually, it's gonna get there.
2: Yeah, it's gonna spread. Well, through the
3: teachers' unions for sure at the national level. Yeah, keep going. Like,
0: look what's going on in t- Texas right now, Florida. Like they 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 twist things like anti-book people i'm like what are you book talking Benny. about anti yeah
5: don't book. say gay like, bill
0: yeah like don't like it, it literally
4: just... does not say that in the bill at all well and
3: it's just like third graders it limits the sexuality talk to third grade right. like but i it could go way that. for it yeah. we could it could go way farther and i'd defend the shit out of
0: it all right. <laughs> our thing is me and my brother we're we're business partners we're both um i don't want to say conservative we're just Traditional, you know, mm-hmm. we're traditional. My family comes first, my parents come first. Older respect, elderly respect is a must. Mm-hmm. You don't talk to your elders, those basic things that you go to any religion, any culture that is more than a couple hundred years, it's going to be there. That's what we have. And then we were sitting down one day, we were talking. My pops comes over, he's like, What's going on? We're like, This is what's going on. And then at the end, we said, Listen, if we just let it go, and God forbid this thing continues 10 years later. My son comes home and says, "Nah, I am Jill. I'm not Jack anymore. Or his daughter, same things. And then we affirm and we go along with it. By the time they're 20, if they turn on and say, that, you knew what was going on. Did you agree with it? No. Mm-hmm. What the hell did you do about it? Mm-hmm. You yeah, just right. You just sat on the sideline and you let them do this to me. I mean, that's our point of view. You know, I'm not, I don't want to tell you what to do with your kids, but don't tell me what to do with my kids.
3: Yeah. And in my opinion, the only way out of this is to take control back of the government schools. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing we can do. And it has to be, the, the government schools are the only, it's the biggest fish in the pond, right? It's the only thing that scales in the sense that it's like a centralized depository for children to be educated and uh it, i mean i love private school i love homeschool i think it's great actually the more people who do it like defund the public schools mm-hmm. until they figure their shit out mm-hmm. defund them like get their get your kids out of there great but the holy grail is to challenge the unions in these public schools and uh strip them of their absolute you know totalitarian authority over the school board these politicians serve the unions they don't serve the people and they certainly don't serve the children and that really has to be the the singular focus here is like he said it is about the kids and not about these the, the politicization of the kids with their genitalia
5: mm-hmm.
3: and their minds and once they did, I mean I just I I can't believe that we're at this point yeah and so the more, the deeper I get into this, like the more, the more blessed I feel to be part of this, like, wow, this landed Same. in our laps, man. What a time like, to be alive. Like we, we, we have, we, we inherited authoritarianism in California and we're all here. And I'm so happy to have met you guys like six weeks ago. Likewise, dude, I, like I feel fun. like we're friends and uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just so, ha- I'm, I don't know. It really makes me inspired and emotional that we have uh, that we've landed here at this point in history and it's our responsibility to fix this. It's our calling to fix this. That is fundamentally what we're here for. I fear that the teachers feel the same way.
5: Mm.
3: I fear that they're on the same mission, just the inverted one of us. And I'm pretty sure that's the case, but that is what we're up against. You know, like they have a belief structure. It, It resembles a religion, and they've ascribed it it's par- par- parasitized itself it's a parasite on the government and on society and we have to we have we have to work tirelessly to to defang it to separate it from the government because it is a religion and it is violating all of our rights and it's going to violate their rights too you know this the totalitarianism turns it always turns on the useful idiots that put it in place And it's going to do it to these, to these people, these woke people. I guarantee it because the, the wokeness, the inclusiveness, the love, the, the things that they claim, it's just tools. These are just brittle little tools that they're using right now. So, and and someday it's going to switch and it's going to turn into fangs and it's going to attack them too. Guaranteed. It's Mm -hmm. the way it always works. So that's why, that's why I'm not leaving.
4: To back Jordan on that, I always thought about like leaving just mm-hmm. off the grid. But like he said, why are we here? Why are we the chosen ones? There is a reason we all met <coughs> at this time, right? So if we leave, yep. if the great ones leave, who's going to stay back to fight for everyone else? Yep, exactly. And, and that's my attitude now. I, I, I can't leave because problems not just in California. If I move to Texas... Who's to say that that it's won't ever too. happen in mm-hmm. Texas? Mm-hmm. So running away from our problems is not the solution here. Trying to fix it is is my stance.
3: It's it's, it's there too. Yeah, the Aust- Austin schools woke. Yeah, very. Woke is
0: everywhere. It's everywhere. My, it's my everywhere. thing is listen. Like the other way that I think about it, community is really important to me. A close family member of mine was diagnosed with cancer not that long ago, and what happened is, how, Everybody in the family rallied up. This cousin showed up at nighttime. Um, I I did something. My brother did something. The other cousin, you know, like that's that's the whole point of family and community. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you have that, like even the nurses, like we would. I I I worked in the health industry a lot, and the nurses were like, "Oh yeah, you know, your family came. This one came. That one came." and uh, it was kind of COVID restriction era. There's only three people could go. We would text message each other. Okay, I'm going to go in from this time. I'm like, that's my thing that I'm, I'm so happy. I don't want to say the whole fight and everything to me. It's like, I'm glad to see there's life, there's family, there's value still left in the society. Mm-hmm. And if it's in California, in Los Angeles, out of all places, then it's all over the world. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. so it's like, yeah, because people-
2: California and LA is a laughing stock no, nowadays. Nice. <laughs> and to, no, but and we- to see that now Look at us now. That's right, that's right. It's that's what I mean. It's like a it's a it's a great uprising. The great tides surprise. are shifting, Mike. It's amazing.
3: That's why we're scaring Newsom so much.
2: That's why I haven't seen that guy in a while. Has he? Has he come out and he said went on,
3: he went on Hannity tonight? Uh, he he uh, made a statement. He made a
4: statement about, he a statement yeah. about Glendale. He the did he? He, he, he
0: told, told us he called, what did he say? He called Vivian brave. He called her. He called her, he called her on the phone. You got to get in that mic there. He, he called Vivian. And Who's Vivian? Uh, the the super superintendent, superintendent of, of the Glendale Unified. Okay, and uh, said she's brave and everything and. She might be brave, but not for us. So they <laughs> apparently
4: talked on the phone, and his statement was: "I just want to state how brave the superintendent was, and how they dealt with the prop,
0: bro. Yeah, come on. See, these people are still lying. Uh, I think yesterday she went on Armenian channel, and in Armenia said we encourage parents to come out and have a dialogue with us, <laughs> and email us. And what's your concern? We have to include in." in- I don't know how she said inclusion in Armenian, but we have diverse group of people. No one's so, talking about marginalized and marginalized communities. So she was,
4: she was harping on the same issue of the protest happened because we had to recognize June as Pride Month, but we've been recognizing June as Pride Month
0: for many years, so that shouldn't have been an issue. Gaslight,
5: mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah
3: that's all they do there's
0: so many issues i yeah. if any angle any parent you talk to there's there's a parent that has an issue with gust in one way or another mm. it could be education it could be the we curriculum could here we could for be the, the rest of yeah. the night it's but the point is what we want to have like we want to put the word out june 20th come out just come and see what's going on come and i originally showed up the first time i was in the lobby me too. I was like, she she's more brave than me. She went and spoke. I looked mm-hmm. around. I said, "What's going on?" It was
4: my first time at a board meeting. I didn't even know how these things mm-hmm. run, but I, I saw his call for action. We need to go. We mm-hmm. need to. I was like, I'm gonna go, nice. and awesome. I showed up. And I was like, you know what? I didn't even write a speech, but I the story I told you about my d- gender dysphoria, and I brought that up, and I just nailed that speech. Nice. But I've been going since.
3: Yeah, they would have. They would have chemically
4: castrated me for sure. Yeah. What I told the, what I told Kelly King <laughs> oh pretty God. much was, I I, were talking about. I <laughs> had the gender dysphoria, like, and if I went to your George. district, I would be subject to one of the transition kids, yep. and I wouldn't yep. have a beautiful family that I have today. Yep,
3: that's right. Yep. your child would not exist.
4: Yeah, yep. and he's the best thing that has ever happened to me. You know.
2: What can people expect if it's a new person coming June twentieth? Like, what can they expect there?
3: We're, we're there to be peaceful. We're there to... Uh, we're going to be chanting. We're going to have... Uh, we're going to make a lot of noise. There's going to be... There are going to be outside influences from Antifa. Uh, we have people from like other parts of... You know, we have people from Burbank, people from Los Angeles who come in and support us. Um, Temecula
4: get, is going through something very Temecula, similar. Well, uh,
3: yeah, Temecula is uh, Carlsbad. Uh, and they had
4: people come and join Glendale oh. as yeah. representatives to stand with yeah. us.
3: So so uh, it's going to be loud. There are going to be people in your face. There are going to be mm, a lot of police. Voice.
4: You're it wouldn't. Yeah, it I'm gonna
3: lose my voice. I actually didn't lose my voice. So it just went down like a six, and friend. it hasn't gone back <laughs> up. <laughs> it's just been like a lower ever I since. Um,
0: you were on the ground, uh, Sevon? Well, my my thing is a. It was two months ago. I showed up to a meeting. First time I met her. Second time I showed up, I was in the I was in the room. Yeah, and that's when one of the ladies. Um, see, it's like so dirty the whole Tammy Timber thing. I have to call. Call out LA Times. So Tammy Timer, third tiber. Grade, tiber Tiber, sorry, showed an inappropriate teacher, which the school board has told me and they acknowledged that what she did was not appropriate. Okay. So then they, now she's an eighth grade online teacher. She's still working for GUSD. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that's that. Then LA Times comes out and puts an article that, oh, this brave teacher came out and did this, and the parents, the radical parents, attacked, anti LGBT attacked. And that article got an award recently. Yes, mm. it did. They gave an award yeah. for so that. So, to article, top it off, right? then uh, about a month ago in the meeting, we we're in the meeting, one of the moms is not stopping. When they said, a minute is over, she's keep going. And we're all like, let her speak, let her speak. We oh, Selena! Chandy. Yeah, Selena. she's texting me right now. Yeah. So then, what happened is then they're like, we're gonna take a break, and we were fierce. I'm like, I don't have five minutes. All of that, I didn't speak up to this point. So, so then, a um, couple of kids came, which is one of the board members son and the friends. Oh, how ironic. Ingrid Gannell. Yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I don't like saying names, but Jordan doesn't care. But you anyway. have an, they're, they're political <laughs> yeah, officials. So, yeah, yeah, we have so. to name names,
2: they're dude. They're proud. Aren't so they proud? of You're them way too all. nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I anyway, so,
0: so then this girl comes in, takes picture, and it's my face right in the middle mm. and a couple of other people and the Glendale mm. News Press writes an article how parents were making fun of the minors and they were like haggling them and all of them. I guess for real. Mm. We're even in the room. Mm. Like, yeah. And this is this is going on and we need the parents to, I showed up twice, I didn't speak. First time, I, last two meetings I spoke and you need to come out. You need to go f- sit with these people face to face and when you talk to them for two hours, you realize you just lost two hours of your time mm. that you mm. could have been at home playing with your kids or just taking a nap. Then you realize like, there's no change in these people. Like Some people, the new people, they reach out to me, they're like, How about we have a meeting and do this and that? I'm like, listen, forget the board. The only way you can turn their ideology is if they step down and someone else replaces that they have this. What we're hoping is the person that is on the sideline, Mm. they don't know what's going on. They say, oh, these Armenians are too much. They're over-masculine. Or the other one that is on the other side. Well, maybe it is a good idea. And I have some friends that they're coming to their senses because... One of them, we were talking to her last night. Uh, she's a parent, and they are a couple, obviously. And then they're like, oh, the next meeting, what do you think? And and they're worried about their jobs and stuff. And I was like, just show up. Don't do anything. Stay at the other side of mm-hmm. the street. Mm-hmm. Just look. Mm-hmm. And you can tell. The reason that the cops did not attack their parents, because they could see who's the mm-hmm. one that is keep going into the other side's yep. face. Who's the aggressor? They could see who's the one chanting, like, ugly nasty things and mm-hmm. who are the ones that are saying leave my kids alone mm-hmm. that simple just leave i mean i hate to speak alone. for
2: all cops but uh, at the end of the day they're gonna most likely side with
3: most likely yeah there were some that yeah. don't but you know i yeah. also want to make natural. a side yeah. note that most of um, them do.
4: none of the glendale unified school board meetings have ever turned into protests until the last one So this isn't a normal occurrence Mm -hmm. that the board meetings are protests. Mm -hmm. It just so happens that we got infiltrated by Antifa last week, and this coming one is the last one. So it's going to be a bigger event than (laughs) they have been in the past.
3: All eyes on this country are going to be on Glendale Mm -hmm. on June 20th. Mm -hmm. June 20th,
4: 223 North Jackson. Be there by 3 o'clock.
3: Yeah. And it could make or break this whole thing, in my opinion. I don't know what's going to happen, but people need to show up and they need to be very calm and they need to be ready to be you know verbally abused physically abused by it, antifa it is hard it is
4: it took me two days to recover from it you know <laughs> what I'm saying? but it was worth it's worth it yeah.
3: but, but you have to like re- anticipate the fact that you're going to get angry and mm-hmm. you're going to get people you, you are not going to understand the person screaming in your face one inch away from your face calling you a bigot
4: mm-hmm. and then someone else having a blow horn in your ear you know mm-hmm. yeah that kind of stuff does happen. does happen it does happen but we have to stay strong. We have to stay collected, and we have to always come back to why we're there, right?
2: Yeah. When's the next election uh,
3: for school board? It's March fifth, two
2: thousand twenty-four.
3: Yeah, that's right. Okay. So eight months. Okay. Something like that.
2: Okay. How yeah. about your? Uh, we'll we'll wrap up here. I know you guys got to go. How about your um, hate website? You want to talk about that?
3: I love my hate website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really do. Uh. <laughs> They're
0: coming new member. I
2: mean,
3: yeah, so yeah, the, just I am I'm, I'm pretty sure I know who made the website. Can't really say. I, I I'm very confident I know who made the website. And yeah, they just collected all this crap about me. They say, uh, you know, I They say I moved to Glendale just to spark a culture war, that I'm this outsider, that I want to do it for all this media attention. Uh, No, I do it because I'm operating on a philosophical level to protect their rights. Mm-hmm. To protect their rights, to make that website, and to come after us. Mm-hmm. Now, once they start defaming us uh, with 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 false information, which they've already done to me, um, and but, to me. But if they if they go after our employer, our employers, or our clients, then we have an issue, mm-hmm. and uh, we're we're working on taking the site down currently. Uh, that's that's in the works. But you know, it's people who people who made it. I'm guessing it's this. I don't even want to name who that is but uh <laughs> but they 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 are antifa sympathizers or members of antifa for what, sure
2: what's the site you want to mention it
3: um what? We, we, don't yeah, it we, to we don't it we don't doesn't matter don't really them doesn't matter. congratulations I did, I did have a journalist I did have a journalist though who's like a writer for New York Times NPR l a Times and he was like hey could we meet up for a coffee and I just I was like hey all the information you need is on the site <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. Hit all the tabs above. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah but, but go yeah. to GUSD Parents Voices. You, you can yeah. follow um, Jordan. Uh, there's a lot of things we post in there. If you want to know, like the whole, all this stuff that we talked about, the teachers and everything else, it's all in there. All yeah. it takes is about 30 minutes. Yeah. Go there. Look
2: G-U-S-D. Yeah, underscore.
4: Okay. G- parents <laughs> underscore voices. That's yeah. Instagram. Say it and one more Twitter. time. G U S D underscore parents underscore voices. Yeah, and then, and then I I'm
3: we'll, Henry we'll, we'll Henry number in. four Glendale. Henry number four Glendale. Henry four Glendale.
0: Yeah, um, it's and um, you can put the link in the bottom of the video, yeah. and then, uh, I don't know. It's just it's just we need the parents to show up. We need the community members, even future parents, even and, if you don't live in Glendale, yeah. even
4: mm-hmm. if you don't have parents. This is a civilization If you don't have kids even if, <clears throat> yes sorry if you don't have kids even if you're
3: an orphan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. everyone
4: everyone needs to come this is no but for real like you don't have sorry. to be a parent now to yeah. fight for the kids of yeah. the future
3: yeah that's right yeah for sure yeah just show up support the community if you if you share these values even if you're curious and just want to know what's going on but there are going to be a lot of people oh, there you love
0: drama <laughs> <If Yeah>. you, <laughs> you expect bigger crowd
3: I don't see how there wouldn't be a bigger crowd. Do you think, what do you think?
0: I think, I I think from our side, there's going to be more like parent side. When I say our side, I mean, parent side, because, because a lot of people saw what happened and they were like, wow, wow. You know, like this is real. You know, this is not a joke.
3: You don't think it's going to scare people away more than it will bring people in. No,
0: See, hey, I had I'm, a I honest, slight so a fear of, of people. that. People, are, maybe, maybe I don't think so. Maybe one no. other thing, like maybe the the LA parents might not be able to show up because they have their own battles of fighting. They're going to their own like board member board meetings. Oh, the Sadaqoy, uh, yeah, yeah. Sadaqoy, the whole Dodger thing. We had people from like different organizations, like Lexit, I don't know if you're, mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. heard them. No, the uh, Latinos exiting Democratic Party. Yeah. So they showed up. Uh, a couple of their members. Uh, <laughs> again, they have their own. Battles, they're fighting. They're going to Dodger Stadium. They told Mm -hmm. us, come support. And in that aspect, maybe not. But I think we're going to have a more... And then one other thing, sorry. Don't think that it's going to be crowded or I'm going to do your job as Mm -hmm. a parent or as a community member, as a brother, as an uncle, as a neighbor. You show up, you do your part. It doesn't matter what Savant's doing. Savant might pack up and leave. I might just pack up one day and go to Europe. This is something that is... That is for you. If you are a part of LA or Southern California, you need to be there. You need to stand up for yourself, for your future, for your neighbors, kids. It's, it's important.
3: Yeah. And we are the government. We are the people Mm -hmm. that, and that is fundamental to being in America. Mm -hmm. Uh, People have to step up and speak their individual minds, exercise their individual rights. They're inalienable. They cannot be separated from you. This is protected. And we have to, we have to, it's, it's literally our duty to step up right now at this moment in history and, uh, not compromise with totalitarianism. I can't stress that enough. This is totalitarianism yeah. and it is terrifying. And we've, if we let this slide, there's no going back. We may, we may already be too late, but we cannot, right. But we, 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 we can't, uh, uh not act because of that potentiality. We have to, we have to go in knowing that this is the, the, this moment in time right now is your last first opportunity. It's your last, it's your only opportunity to fix this. You have to show up, you have to show up and speak. That is the way this works. You are the, you are the government.
4: One more thing. Um, if you do, which I hope everyone listening to this comes to our uh, meeting on the 20th. If you do plan on speaking, if you are an old GUSD alumni or a parent, whatever, we encourage people to speak. You'll probably get a minute to speak. And if you do want to speak, please show up earlier.
3: Very to, early. We're talking like 2 p.m.
4: 1 to 2 p.m. Please show up. It's so important. <coughs> yep. You need to show up, fill out a card and just wait. Mm-hmm. But it's so important to be there Earlier than on time. Yeah. we can't emphasize that enough.
0: And, and don't be intimidated. If you see if you see people with American flags, that's those, us. that's that's that's. Pure. I love that
2: one guy yeah, who it's... told who told him, "Oh, you can burn this flag, but I can't burn yours." Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah,
3: I know. Oh. And it's so Revcom. ironic that
0: an immigrant
3: mm-hmm.
4: is most likely so, talking to an American born. Exactly. He's a guy who has
3: trust me, no trust idea me. where oh, he's yeah. living. You he's know? got a graduate degree. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs>
5: exactly. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, sure. Good way to close. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Pleasure, man. So Thank much. you so much. for. Cool. Doing Thank cool. you, Mike. Yeah. Thank thanks thanks you so us. much.
1: yep yeah. Man, amazing conversation. Might do it again after... June twentieth, uh, I might even attend. Uh, that's this coming Tuesday. If you're listening on um, the fifteenth, uh, which is the day this was produced, it's uh, there's a turn of the tide, and like I mentioned in this episode, I don't believe things can get better if they don't get worse, and that could be on either side of the table. You know, you, you could be thinking that what's happening is good, and you might enjoy it, but those who are fighting for God country, family, I don't think you'd be happy with what's happening. If you have traditional values, I don't think you'd be happy of, uh, as to what's happening. And I think what's happening is if people are waking up because, again, I mentioned that when you go to the extreme, people then to rise and go either way. If, if it's too conservative and too in-your-face, people will rise and they won't enjoy it. They won't like it. And Things have just gotten way, way anti-God, anti-family, anti-country, and the traditional values are, are gone. They're, they're trying to leave the household, and people are fighting, man, and I don't blame them. So we, we might do a follow-up after the 20th and see what happens there, but that that was an awesome episode. Those Those three are passionate about what they're doing, and it's lovely to see and there's thousands of others and news broke in glendale california you know it's a it's a suburb of los angeles and los angeles is known to be a pretty liberal town and i guarantee you that there are liberals and democrats who are fighting with conservative republicans because liberal democrats they also believe in god they also believe in family they also believe in country and when you go to the extreme of liberalism people start to turn so that's what's happening please go on instagram follow the instagram page miked up pod all the links are in the show notes i am mike gabriel thank you so much for making me a part of your day until next time folks no wasted days let's go